Hey, hey, it's the Haley's, and they're here to just talk about the Haley's and what's going on. Okay, this is the Manitobaville podcast. This is Mahangel. This is your link to stuff going on in Manitoba. People, places, things. It's hard to uh, talk to statues. They don't have a lot to say, but young rockin' kids. Uh, well, I guess they're not kids. Late teens, early early uh, adults, early adult onset teenagers are uh, are with us today. There's three of them. There's soon to be a fourth. They are the Haley's. They are a rock band. They are young. They are energetic. And they have an outlook on life uh, that represents the young person today. And, um, you know, I guess that's not fair. A lot of people have different outlooks. I can, I can name a lot of old people who have a young, young outlook. And some young people have an old outlook. Some people don't have much of an outlook. And some people have a lot of outlooks. And you never know which one you're getting. Anyway, uh, today we are getting the outlook of a rock band uh, who has different personalities, different people, but they're all sharing the same name. And on their Instagram, the Haley's Music, they state very clearly they could only afford one name when they started. So, <laughs> they, <laughs> so they chose their own name, which is perfect. Perfect. Why not? Why not? I don't know. There's no other reason. Anyway, they have that moniker. We have Manitobaville. Uh, search for us everywhere. You know, podcatchers, social media. Spread the word. Spread Manitobaville around. Sled it, sled it around. Spread it around like Marmite. Sled it around like like a, like a ski trail, <laughs> you know. Uh, tell everybody you know. Why? Why not? Can't hurt them. Can't hurt them to listen to a few podcasts on here. A few episodes we've had. Uh, talking to some highly interesting people and some uh, regular people about highly interesting subjects and you know just the way it goes anyway uh, let's get right into this one because it's a lot of fun and I don't want to take all the fun away by talking over everything so let's uh, jump the shark here with this little ad and we will get right into my interview with the Haley's Yeah, um, here we have Haley Legary and Haley Hunter and Haley Mediation. Okay, and what what is your guys' uh, role? You're in the Haley's band, the Haley's. Every that's like the, the Ramones, right? Except girls. Yes, and our names are actually Haley. Really? Birth name. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so Haley uh, Legary here. I um, I share vocals and then I play guitar, sort of switch between rhythm and lead. And uh, Haley Hunter here, I do vocals and bass guitar. And then me, Haley Radiation, I play the drums. Okay, that's all you do, just the drums. But you play all the you play all the all the drums, right? Oh yeah, yeah. and like percussion, yeah, drums and percussion. Oh, fun, fun. So, so what brought you guys together? What what creates the uh, the whole, how old are you guys? You guys are fairly young still, right? Yeah, I'm I'm the oldest one of the bunch, and I'm 22, so we're all pretty young. And then the rest of us, or the other two of us, are 20, turning 21 this year. Yes, okay. birthday week, 21 in a week. In a week? Oh, <laughs> right on. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. You're getting up in there, up in age. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to want younger, uh, <laughs> younger blood in the band pretty soon here. 
<laughs> oh boy so so what okay so getting back to uh what brought you all together and and uh what made this whole band work what's the what's the scope of your project well to bring it back to the origin story i suppose well Haley Legary <laughs> and myself we've known each other since about 2018 where we uh ran in a similar group of friends and uh we both enjoyed music so one day we kind of just put two and two together and we're like well let's start playing music together and then it was always a goal to start a band so that's when we were on the lookout for meeting more musicians and then we were lucky enough to uh, find Haley Mediation uh, that was about last summer summer of 2021 yeah and that's when we really started going forward with the whole band thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah we put a we actually put an ad out on Kijiji in search of a drummer with um, a video we'd made previously for our, our debut single now and then mm-hmm. uh, we posted that all our pictures on the ad and just said like looking for any drummer please <laughs> ideally if your name's Haley we did not think that would happen <laughs> and then so this ad had been up for a while and eventually uh, we got a message from Haley and she's like, hey, I was I was just checking on Kijiji just out of the blue and I saw this. So I figured I had to message you. Um, so we were very, very excited and it was just it was too good to be true. Ask and you shall receive. Exactly. Yeah. So and I noticed the reason I found you guys was I was just looking through Kijiji there and uh, and I saw you're asking now for a, a fourth member. Yes, we're hoping that our the Kijiji magic will work once again. You get that lead guitarist, that mythical lead guitarist, will <laughs> launch you into the stratosphere, or, yeah. the, uh-huh. or the stratoscaster, I guess. We've got some promising prospects. We do. We have been in contact with a couple people. Yeah. Uh, so we're sort of working on bringing some people into jam. Okay. And see if they if they click. Yeah. So did, it's 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 happening. Did they pass the Shall name name test? No. None of them have so far. Unfortunately. Uh, not not in the way, not the perfect way that it happened already. <laughs> <laughs> so they're in the Nothing process of uh, changing their names then. They're down at Vital Statistics. Oh, of course. Yes, legally. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Here's a pentatonic scale and here's your form. <laughs> Come back in a week. <laughs> we'll see. See how, see how, is that a, a commitment test? Or would yes, they just yes, have to take exactly. a pseudonym on? Like I, I could... I could join you guys and just say, oh, yeah, yeah, my name's uh, Haley for professional reasons. I think that's probably what we're going to have to go with. I think yeah. asking for a legal name change is, is, <laughs> is a bit much at this point. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we're quite young in our career. <laughs> <laughs> Ask us like 10 years down the road, maybe then the legal name change. See how it's going. Oh, yeah, because yeah, the Ramones only changed one drummer, I think. But he changed his stage name. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, they, they did it the uh, sucky way, just stage name stuff. They didn't yes. have commitment to actually find people all named the same <laughs> thing. So how who, when did you decide to call it the Haley's? Oh, um, that started... So, yeah, Haley Hunter and I, we did, like, lots of acoustic shows together. Just that, like, like coffee house type things. Um, uh, and we would write ourselves down as just our names, like Haley the Gary and Haley Hunter on like the chalkboard or whatever, we're signing up for the open mic. Oh, yeah. And then 
we sort of just, I don't know, we people referred res- to as the, we were referred to as the Haley's because right. it was the two of us. Yeah, people <laughs> respond well to it, and it's always like, mm-hmm. oh, haha, you both named Haley, and you know, yeah. like, it doesn't get old, so people <laughs> find it funny. And it's easier everywhere. to sign up, too. You just one name, yeah. Haley's apostrophe, exactly. SLP, you know. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> so do you refer to each other by your, do you swap your name around then? So uh, you would say, it's hey, confusing. Hunter? Hey, Hunter, or hey, Legally. <laughs> That's what we should do. <laughs> That's a smart idea. <laughs> We've talked about it. It never ends up happening. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not going to do it here because I can't remember a whole bunch of names. So this works out. We this do one... Haley, what I do in my contacts on my phone, at least, or I did for a while, was Haley Drummer. Haley <laughs> 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 like Haley Roommate. Yeah. Have <laughs> <laughs> to separate all the Haley's up. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it works. Okay, so what got you? What what's what got you guys into music? Like, what's your music like, and where do your influences derive? Um, From whence do your influences derive? I might as well use English. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Haley, like Mattyation, probably has more like a more oh. of a lessons background. Okay. Yeah. Or I guess we could, as individually, like, music background kind of thing. Yeah. Um, sorry, what was the question again? I'm kind of thinking. The question was, what's your favorite color? And, then, <laughs> and would well, you date a boy who didn't have his own car, even if it wasn't a convertible? I think I'm getting so. really personal now. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to think like Teen Beat, you know, hey, hey, guys. <laughs> Hey, here's some questions for the band. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, was. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know just our musical. Okay. Influences. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I don't know. I grew up playing drums. Um, I just like would play through school and did lessons a lot. So, my influences would first come from like my drum teachers or like what my parents would listen to, and it was most likely just like classical rock kind of thing or just like popular songs on the radio or until I developed my own music style um I would just like listen to whatever I liked and just kind of play drums to all sorts of genres of music so Mm. I guess um with lessons and uh combined with all sorts of different genres it just kind of made me learn kind of different techniques on my own and with lessons in with that I just like kind of developed like a bunch of different um styles of music taste and playing techniques i guess so what didn't did, you what start did... when you were like super young though yeah i started playing <laughs> uh i was seven so it's been like hmm. 13 baby <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time um were you a pots and pans kid were you always like banging on things no actually my mom i was like three or so I had like this really really tiny little drum set so that I wouldn't bang on some time <laughs> then, I guess when I was seven then I got like my actual big one so it's been a real it's been like my whole life I guess been drumming crazy okay oh what, I'm what's... learning things about you too <laughs> <laughs> so, story. so what kind of style did you end up with what would you how would you def- define your your drumming style uh I don't know I honestly don't know it's like a mix of everything like I can't just put a name on it um yeah i really can't it's just all like it's mostly like classic rock um maybe like hip-hop style 
beats and jazz and those were mostly things i played i guess hmm. um yeah just all of those kind of mixed together so yeah okay so yeah because i listened to your, your songs that you had on youtube and they're catchy catchy as heck did you play on those were you in the band at that point uh the one song I'm in is on is a uh, trouble, and then we have now and then and a cover. Those ones weren't me in okay. there because they were yeah. really good. No, <laughs> oh, thank but, you. But the drummers <laughs> are good. Yeah, like all the drummers you worked with, including yourself, because they're really catchy songs and really, you know, it made me think that, you know, because you're not signed as a band, right? Like you're not, not working with, with any, a label. Not with or, any label, no. no. Yeah, because it sort of sounded like something that would come you know, through like that was being released, you know, that kind well, that's of good. polished. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All I know about Haley not being on those first two tracks that she hundred percent outplays those drum tracks. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. When we do it live. <laughs> Thank you. So you're going to redo them. You got, you got the inspiration. And there's there's, there's a the potential for re-recording in the future nice. of yeah. those. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, who yeah. who else has uh, some influences you want to share? Um, yeah, so mine, Haley Legary. Um, I I kind of dabbled in little bits of different instruments, doing some lessons um, throughout my childhood. Like I took piano lessons, like the classic "Sign My Kid Up for Piano." Mm-hmm. Um, did it for I think about two years. Absolutely hated it. <laughs> um, and just dreaded practicing for that, hated the songs. Um, and then I took uh, guitar lessons for, again, about two years. That seems to be like my, <laughs> my thing. Two years and then I'm done. Are you guys getting nervous um, like the other ones? <laughs> looking at the clock. Oh, geez. Read our, read our expiration date. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, yeah, so I took my guitar lessons. And again, it was the same thing. Didn't really... I don't know. I wasn't really getting too far. So I kind of set down the guitar at that point. Um, And then I did like trumpet throughout school, you know, like in school band. Um, And then I sort of like through the friend group that I know Haley Hunter through, I got into more like musical theater. Mm. I heard about a really cool choir that some of my now like best friends uh, were in at the time. And I joined that choir and then sort of singing was like, wow, I really, really love doing this and I'm actually decent at it. So um, I took a couple lessons to prepare for the audition for that choir. I was in that choir for three years. um, And now I and then at that sort of same time, picked up the guitar again, um, learning on my own this time and got way farther (laughs) just being I guess it's Mm -hmm. what intrinsic motivation is the is the word for that so i was the choir showed you you could do something longer than two years exactly commitment (laughs) for three years your confidence myself (laughs) past that two-year mark that was it that was the trick um and then now i um i'm actually i'm in i'm at i go to the university of manitoba um for a voice like for a classical voice uh degree oh okay so i'm in my third year of that now um, but yeah, it's pretty much, yeah, once I, once I hit the, that choir, my life, just everything I do is music now. Wow. Mm-hmm. So what kind of, what kind of stuff do you bring in then? What, um, when you started singing and, and developed that talent and you, and you noticed it in yourself, what kind of things did you sing or what were you bringing to it from your, your previous musical 
listening tastes? Um, well, now I see like in school and through choir and stuff, it's obviously more of a classical training. Um, but like the stuff that I enjoy the most came from uh, like growing up hearing, especially my stepdad. Um, he's a huge, huge uh, music fan and collector oh, uh, of cl classic rock, uh, blues, like everything under the sun. Yeah. Um, so I grew up on road trips, listening to all that. Like we'd have a, ro a specific road trip CD <laughs> for every trip that we took that was like meticulously crafted <laughs> to just suit that trip. <laughs> like maybe themed with the names of the places we were going in it. Yeah. Like it was... It was it was insane. So I, I grew up loving that and um, listening to when he played, put a record on, like all that type of stuff. Um, and then I really the Beatles were when I well, I didn't discover the Beatles. I'm not going to I'm not going to take responsibility. For <laughs> no, that. you came across them. <laughs> but <laughs> I came across the Beatles like quite late. I knew their popular songs, mm -hmm. but I, I came across them in about i'd say grade nine or ten so i was about like i guess that's what 13 and 14 years old yeah, yeah. and i became obsessed ah. so <laughs> i like learned every single song loved that and then like they sort of get it's almost for them like a more like i go from like a classical slash uh poppy mm -hmm. sort of genre into the more rock edgy stuff which i feel is similar to like how i've sort of progressed in my singing as well because now I like it's full on rock music. Once I've like I've learned to play most of those songs that my stepdad has <laughs> shown to me. Mm -hmm. Like I just it's it's all it's all part of my my tastes now. And the Beatles take like the thing with the Beatles is when you listen to their like all their all their music, they can take you right back into dance hall days, like old English yes. dance hall stuff and all kinds exactly. of styles, Spanish styles, and and it's mm -hmm. just and it runs, it really runs deep in it. Like the the rhythms that Ringo plays, it's always suitable to the song. But you listen, you go, here's a show drummer, who knows how to play everything. Yeah, and and it's and it suited their sensibilities because they are bringing everything. And that's probably you guys, like you're 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 children of the modern era, as much as anybody would have been, say from the '90s on, or the '80s, mm -hmm. if you had the right kind of uh, parents and mentors is you hear everything yeah yeah exactly okay guitar player Haley. hello <laughs> when did you hello. when did you find the six string all right oh the four string. Uh, i've uh <laughs> i went down to the four string actually <laughs> i'm sorry yeah i play I mean, yeah, I did try my hand at guitar, but once Haley and I got together, I'm like, well, one of us better play bass. So yeah. <laughs> um, I'm like, you can, you can take the guitar. The oh, so, they, so they cut cut two of the strings and said, here, limited. Yeah. It was it was easier. For we me, just cut though. them off. Yeah. Six was a little too much. She kept breaking them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my musical background, I guess, to um, add on, I was taking piano lessons since I was. Oh, since I can remember, I don't know, maybe about seven. Hmm. Uh, that was uh, in Manitou, where where I grew up. Oh, great area. Um, yeah, very sure musical, is. very musical area. So yeah. I mean, that you got was that also great community thing. center there. 
the um mm-hmm, yeah what is the it called manager opera house yeah yeah i know that was also another thing that like sometimes maybe i take for granted growing up there but it's um it, we're very lucky to have the musical community that we do have there because things like music lessons and um musical theater like uh like that sort of stuff was very available to do especially if you lived in town like I did it was very easy to get involved Mm -hmm. so I took piano lessons since I was very young and then once I uh was maybe in about high school age I kind of moved on from that to doing uh voice lessons instead because that interested me more Mm -hmm. and um I think I'd learned all I was interested in learning from that. So it was good. I learned like a bunch of, um, you know, techniques and stuff and like how to read music. That's still mm-hmm. helping me now. So then, yeah, I moved over to singing. I did that for a while till I, I was out of high school and then I moved to the city. So um didn't have, at the time, I didn't have any more reason to be taking voice lessons because I wasn't going to be in festivals anymore. But then when I was 18... I had joined a local band in town called the Stowaways and it was a group of our friends and we basically just did classic rock covers and at the time I definitely was not someone who was familiar with classic rock. I had grown up listening to a lot of stuff my dad had listened to but that was primarily more like uh, almost you know like country music or like folk like uh, Mm. Okay. Joni Mitchell, Janis Joplin, Carly Simon. So classic rock. But the folk genre. Yeah, more of a folk. I guess I should folk specify country. we were we were playing like Rolling Stones and like A C D C like that sort of yeah, band, okay. in in the band. So just yeah. those names I mentioned before of uh those those women with just very powerful voices and like very strong mm-hmm. lyrical writing and stuff, that very much influenced uh the type of singing that I wanted to do and so that that was definitely an influence for um for my path of songwriting now and style of singing so it was sorry and then to bring it back to the the band stowaways that's when i picked up the bass guitar every once in a while when we'd switch Mm. instruments we would kind of drift through who was playing what for some of the songs and then between going to manitou and now living in winnipeg i eventually did leave that group and then picked up the bass guitar when we had the Haley's going strong here. So that's, that's where I'm at now. Awesome. So that's a really wide kind of a variety of influential, like uh, sounds and, and music going through you guys' head. So do you, mm-hmm. do you find that it's um, like, I, I suppose you've written more songs than just the two or three I've heard. Do you, yeah. do you do you find they're all in the same genre, like a real tight kind of focused genre, or like do you have a sound then, or are you or is it sort of uh, all over the place? Um, I think like speaking for myself, because um, like, and it's been the two of us here um, that have written the songs, or what I've heard of <laughs> written songs. Um, but I think that even if it's gonna be a song that's not like hard distorted tar loud like harder rock sound um i still think that the the topics are the same i don't know on the same level as rock topics even if it's going to be a more acoustic or slower song Mm. so um 
I do find myself writing similar, like it's within the same genre, I'd say. I don't venture into like too, I don't go, I don't go too far, Right. <laughs> but I know, mm-hmm. I know Haley Hunter, like you have other projects on the go. So like when you have, when you write a song that's like more um, folky or something, then mm-hmm. you bring it to a different project rather than us. Yeah. I'd say speaking for my contributions to it, I, I think of this sort of songwriting as a place to let out some like angst almost. So I think okay. that is definitely, you know, where that plays in with the kind of the edge to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where we get all of our music from. <laughs> <laughs> angst. angst. <laughs> I don't know if that's too juvenile of a word to use, but um Oh no, yeah. no, that's what rock and roll is. Like that's always <laughs> the Yeah, you can get a forty year old uh person writing a rock song and, and they're thinking about when they were thirteen and what bugged them. You know, <laughs> the it. angst, right? They never leave you. Yeah. <laughs> it always is. People go, Oh, that guy's sounds like he likes children and it's like, No, no, he's writing from the perspective of the peers yes, that yeah. he's singing about. Like he's back there. She's back yeah. there. They're Nobody leaves those years, those formative years. And it pays for rock and roll because that's who's listening. Exactly. Yeah. Tra- traditional, it's a young, angst-ridden audience. Yeah. And but, I feel like for us, it's like it's a, it's good for us to be well, speaking, like through our songs type, mm-hmm. to, to that uh, demographic. Because like we're, we're, we just, like we're just there. <laughs> we're still yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> or we're just leaving that, that area. So we can relate. Um, we're probably feeling the same things. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so uh, where are you guys at in your sort of uh, your post secondary or early professional life? Are you career driven people who are doing this as a side project, or are you eyeing up the van that you're going to travel Canada with? That is a loaded question. <laughs> yeah, I think we're just... Hey, that's I my mean, specialty. Don't worry. <laughs> I got more. <laughs> Personally, I would I would say that I am very dedicated to this project and where that takes us. Well, it's we'll like, go. It's like mm-hmm. a baby because it's our name. <laughs> like it's literally the band is named the same name as us. So mm-hmm. it's like the band is the fourth Haley. Mm-hmm. Like... Okay. <laughs> it's we are all doing like we're all in university um but i think we're i think i think i can speak for all of us when i say that if something were to pick up in this in the band where we could have a good enough reason to leave behind school and that type of stuff or at least take a break from it Mm -hmm. that i think we would so we're gonna see that video where you're all in in university lecture and then you're all getting up out of your seats and like, screw you, school. We're going on the road. We're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this song's taking us somewhere. <laughs> I already do that. <laughs> <laughs> Throw your last like, rotten tomato at the, at the instructor and I'm out of rotten tomatoes. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's our goal. Oh, that's great. Is the Okay, now here's the other thing I want to know is um, in the, in the, musical community and with covid and everything we've experienced with shutdowns and and breakdowns in society of you know getting together being able to have a scene what does that look like what do you guys think that looks like if you said 
you know, let's, okay, let's put the other string of shows on our off time from school and see if we can do a month. What would you do? Where would you go? I think um, we were, well, we'd, we'd, we'd be in Canada still. I think that we'd still want to stay within within the country. Are we talking about our plan if we had like a month? Yeah, I'm just saying if, if, if starting next week, you guys all had the month off together and you had enough songs and you had a stage show, what? how would you go about, like, where would you tour that or where would you play? And what kind of audiences would there be? Like, I'm just, and I'm not asking like... Um, professionally or whatever i'm just saying social social societal sociological (laughs) sociological um you know what's out there right now because because i'm sure you guys are you're young and you're doing things and you're trying to be out there more more so than me i'm a lot older so i'm quite happy not you know covid came along and everybody's complaining i was like oh well what's changed (laughs) because i don't really you know i'm not running around doing a bunch of stuff And uh, for me, it was just kind of a, a nice, quiet period. And you got to meet your neighbors because they're all home. But yes, but for exactly. young people, when you guys, I remember being your age, y- I'm not home. I'm going off and doing stuff. There's something going on somewhere, or, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's sort of, I think, the difference. Um, but I'm just wondering, like, for young bands out there, people looking to get to tour or do shows, what is out there and what is uh, open for that? Um, I think that well within winnipeg like to begin um we've we've been lucky with our timing um we haven't had too many shows shut down because of covid and i think most venues are up and running uh bars just like small small little venues um that'll host like comedy nights Mm -hmm. or stuff like that Mm -hmm. um but then they'll have like a separate nights for for local bands um but then i also think um, like we've known some people that have gone to Regina and played at um, like a pub there or Toronto at another small club type thing. So I think we'd definitely be interested in doing that and could do it ta- if we had time. <laughs> yeah. Like once yeah. we have. Oh, like well, yeah. I'm, I'm presuming. Time. I'm That was a total presumption on my part. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the time <laughs> thing that I think holds us yeah. back. Um, so there are plays, there are places way. out there that you feel confident. Like and, oh, yeah. and and are people scared of the virus still, or is that sort of we're not seeing a lot of people go down in the middle of of a concert or a, a an event? Oh no, I found like everyone. Maybe. Sorry, go ahead, Haley. Uh, I feel like it's like I don't know. Like there's a mixture, I guess. Like some people, if they're not comfortable, like they would wear a mask, or they just wouldn't come. Or if people are there, they're just. I don't know. It's like a mixture of people who mm-hmm. whatever are in the crowd, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think bands, um, like in terms of people in the bands getting COVID, I think um, everyone is always sort of prepared for that to happen yeah. now. Um, mm-hmm. that, that's happened. It that happened to another band we were going to do a show with. And then people are, people are more willing to get called up last minute and show up and play a set <laughs> to fill in yeah. for somebody. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it does happen where and shows are, are interrupted by that, but they're not wrecked or canceled by any means. No. And if a band needs to like, you know, pull out of a show, mm-hmm. it's more of a, I don't know. Everyone's just very mindful because you don't want to be the reason that this 
this concert becomes like the super spreader event or whatever. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like everyone understands and like it happens and there's lots of people ready to go. So but I don't think there's always... as much fear. No, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's sort of the cost is just doing business now. It's part of yes. a, it's like getting a cold or. You know, yeah, I, yep. exactly. Yeah. Well, a more deadly level, but <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but, um, or more what, whatever they say it is. And there's talk yeah. on both sides. So nobody really, you know, that's the other thing too, is I think, you know, you guys probably have a better sense of it because you're out there doing stuff than people who are sitting at home watching the news because we're being fed this and then we're being fed that. And, mm-hmm. and you, you know, empirical data is actually being out there and seeing and knowing people and hearing stories and finding out what's going on. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So has it been a lot? Um, I guess because you're willing to do shows and stuff, it must it must not be a stressful situation. Like you're not you're not seeing people catch catch it a lot and and uh and get out of the mix like it's, it must be a little more um like more of a non-event just something to be in in your head so yeah sense? uh yeah in in our experience so far i mean we've all had COVID already <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah like at different times we yeah. each got it um but luckily it was times that didn't interfere with any of our shows mm-hmm so uh, we lucked out that way, but we, we have seen some people um, that have got COVID and it has affected their ability to play, but um, just in a in an annoying way, more mm-hmm. than a concerning way, where okay. you're just kind of like, oh, that sucks that we couldn't play that show, but next one, mm-hmm. type thing, because there's the the venues in Winnipeg are pretty, they're pretty understanding and will, like, it's it's not too difficult to book for other shows yeah. so there's usually something else you can look forward to okay interesting mm-hmm. so what what else is going on in the in the realm of the early like the the late teen early 20s crowd because i'd have no idea so that's why <laughs> that's why i wanted to talk to you guys the other part of it aside from the the great music you're making and the enthusiasm you're showing for for music and life what what is going on out there in uh, winnipeg or manitoba right now i would I would say that, um, like during the, uh, corn or like the lockdown, everyone was at home and stuff. Um, there was a lot of bands that unfortunately like couldn't stay together during, during that time. But then through that, there's a lot of new bands and, um, maybe some of the ones that were very new at the beginning are like year old now or so but still you know new bands so there's a lot of new projects to go check out of uh, people like our age okay so lots of recorded music because people couldn't play shows so they went to recording instead mm. yeah um other than that i don't know there's say, been lots like, of i've seen lots of um well now that things have sort of relaxed more film stuff happening um mm-hmm. there's just been lots of lots of creation through all of this and people, people have been yeah yeah and it's been great because everyone wants to go out because we've been inside for so long so yeah. there's always like and especially when it first like lifted you know like everyone was out at any show they could get to so it's been a nice giving and receiving yeah crowd we've, right? been, we've benefited from that i think yeah. yeah how so what do you mean what do you mean by that just having having good crowds uh okay. come out enthusiastic like, yeah, people are really just tired of being at home and ready to get out. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
see anything, see any show. And you'll often see the same crowd at lots of shows because I think those are the people that just, they just want to go to as many shows as they can throughout the week. Wow. Okay. Where, where, yeah. where do you play shows? What kind of venues? Where do we um, catch the Haley's at? <laughs> we've played a lot at the Handsome Daughter. Okay. That's, probably, so that's over on Sherbrooke, the, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. The, the first place that we played. Um, and I think we've played there the most out of any place. Yeah, we've been lucky to play. Hello. We played Park yeah. Theater once. Sorry, go ahead, Haley. No, they, we, um, no I want to hear from Haley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Haley. <laughs> oh, nothing. I was just, uh, <laughs> daughter was, we've been there the most and we're really comfortable there. And, um, yeah. I'm sure we'll get some more shows there coming up soon for sure. Right on. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, Where else have we played? we've played, at, we played at the park theater. I think that was our third show ever. Really? <laughs> was it the park theater? Yeah. That was really cool. Like I remember, um, I, when we got up on stage there, like, cause we did the sound check, whatever, it's all empty. Mm-hmm. We come back in and I just remember turning to Haley and I'm just like, holy, that's a lot of people. It's a very big room. Yeah. And Daughter is, is quite a bit smaller than that room. So. Yeah. Yeah. Comparably it's like a handful. What's, what's Park Theater? It's like 500 people, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was just, I, it's just the... a big empty room and it was just full of people. So it was, it was <laughs> shocking. You yeah. know what's funny is back in the day, uh, movie theaters had the stage in front of the screen because they would do live shows there. So a lot of the early 50s rock and roll bands played in uh, movie theaters. That would nice. be cool if we could do that. <laughs> yeah. Like imagine you just go to the, whatever, the Grand Cineplex on, on, on McGillivray there. Just yeah. Just pop up on stage, play yeah, yeah. for a movie theater. Yeah. Kind of gives me Burton Cummings Theater vibes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Bring it back. It's yeah yeah we need some of that heritage stuff like pantages is getting is it getting fixed up again i can't remember i'm not sure but they need those old boards eh the old boards that charlie chaplin and you know winston churchill walked upon tread treaded to do that thing it's really it's really cool how all the history of the of the buildings yeah and i'm sure some women did too so you'd be okay (laughs) all the greats though right you know, I'm just, te- I'm just teasing you. I, I bring up, I, I don't know, I'm a man, so I bring up other perspectives. So, <laughs> so I apologize for Fair that. Enough. Fair enough. <laughs> and assuming you guys all would go on a date with a boy, too. Okay, write that out, too, because that's not right. <laughs> I can't say that stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, so then other than that, I think we played, we played the Osborne Tap House. Okay. <laughs> um, that was recently. Yeah. That was, a, that was a good time. Just the, that was our, was that like our first, like, like a proper bar show. Um, I think otherwise we just sort of played like venues. Yep. It was cool. It was, so. it was a different, it was a different, uh, different vibe, <laughs> that word, yeah. um, a different vibe at the, at the tap house for sure. Cause it was like, I don't know, a bit more casual, but people were still, people were obviously drinking more probably <laughs> than, yeah. than the average show. Too. I guess. Yeah. That'd be a difference, right? Yeah. Like people having but a few it was, beers. It and... was lots of fun. So were they more into like did they? Because your music is so energetic and kinetic that, yeah, and and alcohol lowers inhibition. So maybe people were, were maybe bopping their heads more or dancing or. or... Yeah, we had we had some 
we had lots of people up up front mm-hmm. yeah dancing but usually usually the crowd that comes to our shows are pretty energetic with the music anyway mm-hmm. um okay. so it wasn't a huge contrast but I, I think it did play a little bit into that nice where was where's that where's the osborne tap house it's in the village like osborne village it's where um oh what did he use that the toad like, you know what the, the toad used to be okay yeah it's uh yeah where it has like the under what was the underground it used to be called the cavern that was underneath okay. that was then called the underground and is now called club happening they just keep changing <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's hard. club it's today's name <laughs> club modern yeah. <laughs> nice yeah Okay, and yeah. are there suburban places you, that that have music like this? The the venues is there, or is it mostly just the downtown kind of, you know, old school um, traditional kind of places? Oh, those places, like we're talking like just outside of the downtown area. Oh, I don't know, but just anywhere in this around the city. Oh. Like, does, is there is there aspects of that to the to musical venues? Yeah, there's there's this one venue that I really like. It's called Park Alleys, where they just opened after. The pandemic was starting to, well, I don't know, things were opening up again. That's, and, out, uh, on, that's out on Regent, that one. No, no. that oh. one's still. That's like right by the Park Theater. Yeah, it's like <laughs> south of the Park Theater. I guess like it's oh, okay. kind of the same oh. area, but it's like five pin bowling, and then there's a stage off to the side. Oh, nice! It's really neat. It's bowl very, and rock, very... rock and bowl. Mm-hmm. If you haven't been there already, I would definitely recommend going there. Well, your next it's, show. Just, we'll go to your next it's show. It's just there. neat. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I need a reason to go. I mean, five pin oh bowling doesn't. <laughs> yeah, and I think I always, I don't know, I think it'd be cool to play like really small venues. I don't know how you find out about this stuff. I need to take mm-hmm. an afternoon and make some calls. <laughs> Get a manager. Somebody has <laughs> been around. Yeah, that can do that for me. Um, yeah. But I, I think of like a, I think of from the, from the guess who, they said that like any place that could hold about a hundred people mm-hmm. in the city, they've played. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all the community think, centers, right? All the, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I think that that's really cool because like then your your music is so widespread then, and you're reaching people that wouldn't necessarily come yeah. to a bar or somewhere that's like you're reaching kids that aren't aren't eighteen yet. Yeah, and you get snobs or, that won't leave St. James to go to Charleswood. <laughs> yeah you know yeah, but yeah. if you play saint james they might walk down the street and take a look <laughs> yeah well you're gonna well you can organize a community center tour that'd be fun yeah that'd be cool nice. probably wouldn't It'll be too be expensive young. either yeah we wouldn't make too much either so we wouldn't have to worry about that perfect <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be very rock and roll <laughs> yes <laughs> are those the same stage clothes you played <laughs> you saw that show <laughs> yeah because we're not making any money yeah that's, that's great. They vote for every show yeah oh, it's no. for image it's for it image we're trying to be consistent image. oh dear okay what do you guys want to talk about now we're at the point of the in the show where it's like uh you know what matters to the haley's and what do they want to talk about in the world sustainability or all the modern issues we're facing with high prices of gas and food and you know political nut jobs and you know the whole thing from from the youth perspective or whatever you want to talk about oh that's, that's, that's heavy that's yeah. heavy 
sustainability yes yeah. I love sustainability or I try to be an advocate for sustainability but it is really hard in today's day and age you know it's like I don't know I mean maybe it's easier now because the prices of everything are super high but uh with that and what's going on I just um I don't know what do you I don't I, know what to, um, to me it's a lot to take in to add on to that, I was recently in Saskatchewan, and we, sorry, this is going to sound off topic, but I'll get there. Yeah, it <laughs> so is Manitobaville, we, so we're, we, <laughs> we're trying to keep talk of Saskatchewan to a minimum. Don't mention that province. We, and we uh, never talk about Alberta or Ontario. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we, I was, uh, so we, just like, oh my god, <laughs> point of the story, I'd take out food, but they had no plastic bags, and I they, the, the waiter said they like are outlawing plastic bags so like oh. no one has them and you can't oh, like, use okay. them I guess so they so mm-hmm. I, I thought that was fascinating that, <laughs> you know you pay like what okay. an extra 25 cents you get like a cloth bag yeah. instead or something like that yeah. I'm like you know what yeah so, if you remember to bring it back I digress that <laughs> uh, was very good <laughs> yeah that. Um, and then I think for for me I think just with our with our music, us playing shows, um, I think it's important that we're out here and we're we're we are bringing diversity, um, and we're bringing women to rock and roll music, which I don't think we see a lot of. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there are really really great examples, very successful women, but um, but they're still dropping the bucket. Not as common. Yeah, if you looked at their contemporary yeah. day and age, you say, "Oh, Janis Joplin," and you're like, "Okay," yeah. and then five thousand guy <laughs> bands, you know, it's like exactly yeah, they weren't as yeah. good as hers. You never heard of them, but they were there all the, you know, they've always been exactly. Around, so. It exactly. has been the domain of the male angst rather than the female angst for sure. Mm-hmm. So it's important, yeah, to to hear the voices, yeah, of people um, that are living living different ways of life, um, and. Like we, like that's not our, it's not our main focus because like we are just we're people, <laughs> you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are different people than the person that you hear the most from. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's important. And I've heard I've had people come up to me at shows and say like, it's really awesome seeing women on stage because mm-hmm. you usually you'll see maybe one maybe one girl amongst Mm -hmm. um however many guys and there's nothing wrong with that except she's probably playing the oboe or something yeah yeah it's just nice seeing a mixture (laughs) of like of of different types of people playing different types of instruments different types of music yeah um yeah and like one, one thing that has happened which we'd like to stop from happening is people some one person but it's happened, whatever, mm-hmm. comes up to us and feels like they can somehow correct our playing right. from the from the audience, a, a male audience member mm-hmm. feels like they can they can they can correct our playing. Mm-hmm. And it's do you like, mean do you mean like the the uh, like your your um, the way you play the instrument, like the actual uh, 
what do you call that? The, the aspect yeah, like, of like, the, like the, the actual technique, the yeah. technique, like they're, they're trying to correct yes. your technique or telling you to play different notes, the different technique. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then it's just like, like in those moments, it makes you question, is this happening to me? Yeah. Because I'm a woman or would he, would this have happened to somebody else? You know what I mean? Do you ask them how so Jimi then, Hendrix responded to them when they said the same thing <laughs> yeah. to them? Or yeah. Mozart? Would you, would you say this to someone else? Yeah. Or what did Jimmy say? So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm really interested. In, should I change my uh, technique? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you, anyway? Just this random guy? Yeah. yeah. Um, so we know. We know that we, like, we're confident. Yeah. We know that's not an issue for Do you think us. they meant well, though? I mean, because you guys are youngsters and whatever. We and, hope they do. Yeah, we they're just like, oh, well. did you know that if you did this, that's uh, whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think it's just another thing to being, like, young women just something mm-hmm. to be mindful of because there's going to be people out there that see that we're like you, you know we're gaining success or, or whatever you want to call it yeah and want to perhaps be a part of that or yeah. um, feel like they be, can help somehow. feel like they can can like overstep boundaries perhaps because yeah. we're young and because right. Of well, other reasons, it's just something to be that, do you, do that, you think yeah. to add to that do you think they maybe see you as a novelty and then something like you're out for a lark and they genuinely think you don't, you know, maybe know what you're doing and, and want to help or something or. Yeah. Like, I think. Like, or how, or how do you, how do you perceive it from stage when you're playing? Like, do people go, Hey, that's a band. That's a good band. I'm enjoying this. Or do they look at you and go, you know, like you just said, do they run through the, the, the litany of things in their head going girls, rock music, <laughs> you know, playing their instruments. What, you know, sounding good. How's this happening? And then enjoying it. Like, is it... <laughs> like we, we hope that people yeah. will eventually like, if that's happening now, fine. As long as they come to the conclusion that <laughs> you rock, you <laughs> that rock. We're, we're just, that we rock. Yeah. Exactly. That you rock and you're rocking. So, um, yeah. That we're just a good band regardless. Yeah. Um, but ideally by i think by playing more shows and whatever we're we're just helping future bands um we're helping ourselves in making it more normal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well i'll tell you i'm a I'm, I'm a huge music lover of all genres um like one of your stepdads Haley, and uh <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, people would always ask me what kind of music do you like and i'd say you know, any kind, as long as it's, you know, well done, as long as it sounds good. As long as it's good. Yeah, good classical music or good, you know, don't give me garbage stuff of anything, because why? (laughs) But, you know, then punk rock's always down and dirty and grungy anyway, so, but, but it's like, you got to take, you got to hear what, what, what's coming out of it and enjoy that. And I'll tell you, when I played the first of the songs that I listened to, um, I think it was that now, is it called Now and Then? Yeah. Yeah. Now and Then, yeah. It took me like, you know, a second and a half to go, this is really good because, you know, I think the average fan out there hears it and they wouldn't have to look at a stage or they might see you first or whatever. But as soon as they hear that, you know, it's just like, oh yeah, you know, rock and roll. That's probably why you're feeling the good vibe at the shows because yeah. you're giving the good <laughs> vibes. So yeah. awesome. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Keep going. Keep rocking Thank you. in the free Thanks. world we will. or whatever world we live in now. <laughs> the great unfree like we ever were oh boy okay that's a different discussion for when you're 20 years older and have seen more of the world and (laughs) you can really lay into that subject but um okay anything else you want to bring up any new shows you got going on or uh, where where do we find you online oh well um 
we'll talk about shows, I guess. Depending on when this would come out, we have a show at Times Changed uh, on May 13th. We'll, we'll be, be up there. Before then. Mm-hmm. That's with uh, the Prairie Joggers and Fontaine. Okay. So that'll be a really fun show. Are you opening I for guess. those guys or are they opening for you now? <laughs> it's part of the Prairie Joggers tour kickoff show. So yeah. we'll be one of the supporting okay. acts. Yeah. How much time do you get? Like half hour with that? 20 minutes, half hour? Um, I was actually just texting them the other day to double check. Sometimes everyone plays a full set, which would be 45, but sometimes it's just half an hour. So it'll be something somewhere in between there okay, and there. So it'll be, yeah. So you get a good taste of what you guys are doing. You'll see a lot of songs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah for nice. sure. We usually get about, what, like 11 songs in in about 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, And then I think our next big show, our next show that's already been <laughs> or no wait how many of these been announced <laughs> oh yeah we're breaking <laughs> news breaking news here <laughs> well um i don't know what we can say oh well you don't have but... to but tell us where your website is so when you do have stuff confirmed yeah right, yes, that'll be a better way of doing it yeah um the main point of contact for us is through instagram actually um so that's at the Haley's music okay um and then we have like all of our other information on there, like our email account, links mm-hmm. to our uh, Facebook. You could just look us up as the Haley's on Facebook. Uh, we have a Bandcamp account. You can find our stuff on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. We're not too hard to find. Yeah. And it's easy to remember. Just one name. Boom. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you know all of us. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I know y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and there'll be one more. So that she'll be a Haley as well, right? An honorary. Yes. Yep. Honorary Haley. One day. Okay. Thank you, Haley. Thank you, Haley. And thank you, Haley. That was uh, the Haley's. They are rocking rocking, uh, a joint near you. So check them out. They have great songs. It's together. It's, It's what you want in a band on stage. There's nothing that's going to take your mind away from what's happening musically on stage. It's great. So check them out when you can. And uh, remember their dates. Remember to visit their Instagram, The Haley's Music, and you will get notified of all their upcoming gigs and performances and what's going on with them. And I'm sure they will be introducing a new lead guitarist, uh, Honorary Haley. And can't wait to see how that transforms the sound. Everything just makes everything better as they move forward. And I'm glad they're auditioning. They're taking time to really put it together. Anyway, that's what we did for this podcast, and that's how you got me, okay? It was a big, big room full of people, and they just narrowed it right down <laughs> real fast. Okay, boils down to this, Manitobaville. That's the word you want to want to look up, send around to all your friends, tell everybody, social medias, podcatchers, the whole bit. All right, this is Mahangel. This is the Manitobaville podcast, and I just want to remind you that we are copyright 2022 Rodeo Road Studios. Mm-hmm.